You're listening to Lead, Sell, Grow, the Human Experience Podcast. I am your host, Eric Konovalov, and I believe that we can achieve everything we want if we take our leadership, sales ability, and personal growth to a higher level. On this show, we share ideas on how to break through our invisible boundaries, start taking steps towards our dreams, and create the life we desire. I invite you to open your mind to new possibilities, new ideas, and to the truth that everything you want is possible for you. Thank you for being here and welcome to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lead, Sell, Grow, the Human Experience Podcast. My name is Eric Konovalov and I'm your host for this episode. I don't have any guests today, so this is going to be extremely fun as I talk to you about the one thing that I started doing that helped me create my dream future. The one thing that I started doing that really took me from being stuck to getting clear, from being stuck to achieving my goals. And I still do it every single day. Well, that's a lie. I wish I did it every single day, but I do it a few times a week and I try to do it every day. It doesn't always work out anymore. Uh, but I'll tell you, when I do it, I feel so much better than when I don't. And that is journaling. That is journaling. If you want to create your dream future, you got to journal. As a matter of fact, I have these journals with me. If you're listening on audio, uh, you probably don't see them. But if you're on YouTube, you could see this. Um, like this is the last one I filled up. It's pages full, full pages of just stuff that's on my mind, dreams that I'm creating, things that I'm designing going on paper. And let me tell you why it's so important. You see, anything that exists, anything that exists have been created twice, once in a person's mind and then in reality. And, and I mean, think about it, your house, right? The house you live in, somebody thought of it, then they create a blueprint for it. And then off the blueprint, they started building. The chair I'm sitting in, the microphone, this podcast, this MacBook computer that I'm on, your car, anything and everything that you can think of was not designed by mistake. It was designed intentionally. It was designed um, with you know, a specific purpose in mind. It came from somebody's idea. And so here's what I want to ask you guys. We're going to dive a little bit deep, okay? We're going to go deep. So I, I hope you're prepared for this conversation. Where do ideas come from? So it's been said, let me, we got to agree first that idea and idea is energy, right? Everything is, is energy and idea is energy. And energy can never be created nor destroyed which means you didn't create the idea. The idea always existed. You just became aware of the idea. And energy always flows from a higher source to a lower source, just like we have power grids in the city that power up a community, that power up your house, that you have a little plug that you plug a lamp into and boom, the light bulb goes on. But that energy goes all the way to a higher source. So if energy, if idea is energy and energy is passed to us from a higher source to a lower source, then where did that idea come from? See, I truly believe that that idea comes to us from universe, from God, from whoever. It comes from a higher source. We are not the ones who create those ideas. And if that's true, and if you do agree with that, just play with this idea with me. Just play with it. If you do agree with this concept, then that means that the only way an idea 
that the only way an idea can be presented to you, meaning that the only way you can become aware of the idea is if you have all the right tools to bring that idea to life. Otherwise, you just wouldn't be aware of it. That idea would not come to you. That idea has always existed. You weren't aware of it up until this point because you're now the person who can make that idea come to life. You weren't that person a year ago. You're that person today. And so as, an, as a coach, when I talk to people, I ask them like, hey, tell me what you want. See, most people know what they don't want, but not many people know exactly what they do want. I'll take you back to 2014. I had a great job. I was leading a sales team, had a six bedroom house, um, two kids, beautiful wife. I'm driving a BMW, making six figures a year. And I hated my life. From outside looking in, everything was great. Inside, it was like I'm, I'm spinning a wheel and, and not getting anywhere. I didn't like where I was, but I had no idea where I wanted to go. So finally, somebody recommended that, that um, I meet a woman who's the way they said it was uh, they sent a text message to both of us and said, hey, you two are the most positive people I know. You should connect. That was the message. And the woman was Julie Riesler. And I had a meeting with her. She was my very first coach. I ended up hiring her as my very first coach. I didn't know she was a coach when we met. I just thought it was some positive lady that I'm going to meet. I'm a pretty positive guy. Even with turmoil in my mind, people didn't know. On the outside, everything looked great. And as I started working with Julie, I told her she was very easy to open up to. And I, and I told her, I said, look, here's how I feel. Here's where I am. I'm doing great. But I hate, I, like, I don't want to be here. I want to be somewhere else. And I don't know where that is. She said, well, Eric, first thing we got to do is figure out what do you do when you first wake up? Like, what is your morning routine like? And we started working on my morning routine. That's when I started waking up at 5 a.m. Today, I wake up way earlier than that, but back then it was 5 a.m. And the reason I woke up at 5 a.m. is because we implemented a few things. One was meditation. Two was journaling, thinking, reading, and exercising. Those are kind of like my morning things that I had to do in order to have a successful day. The practice I, I still do most of them today, but but what I want to talk to you now is probably what I think is the most important practice, and that practice is journaling. Through journaling, I was able to actually start decluttering my mind because I had I don't know how many thoughts and ideas running through there. Most of them are ideas of you know what happened yesterday, who did I upset, fear of what's going to happen, like not good thoughts. Like I wasn't in control of them. They were in control of me. And the reason why it's important to be in control of our thoughts is because our thoughts cause our feelings and our feelings cause our actions. So when we're depressed, that's why the action is I want to lay on the couch and eat a bowl of ice cream. When we're feeling joy and excitement, we want to get out and do things that are productive. So it's important to control our thoughts and journaling helps us do that. So the first thing, the first way I started journaling, by the way, it evolved and I'll share that with you as well. But the first way I would journal is I would ask what's on my mind and I would just declutter everything. Like, what am I thinking about today? Why is this on my mind? How do I feel? Who messed up? What did I like? What don't I like? Like, it was just a brain dump. And what happened when I was doing those brain dumps is that I got more clarity in my head because I got all that stuff out of my head onto a piece of paper. I now was able to kind of look at a list of thoughts that I had and decide which ones that I want to pursue, which ones should I just delete and not worry about. 
but it was very important for me to get them out of my mind and onto a piece of paper or into a journal. Well, as I started to um, dive deeper into this personal growth life and reading more books and hired different coaches and grew from where I was back in 2014, I actually became a, you know, I got certified as a coach in 2015, like a year and a half later after working with Julie, because I saw how powerful this was. Um, I started to tweak how I would journal. I became aware of the fact that I don't have to kind of just let life happen to me. I can design and create any life I want. I can have a blueprint for my own life. I don't have to have somebody else tell me what that is. And so journaling then became creating a blueprint. What is it that I'm creating? What does it look like? And I would start writing it out. Oh, my business has, this is my ideal clients. This is what I want. This is um, what I want for my marriage, how the type of father I want to be, the type, everything started going into this journal. Whatever was important to me at the time got written into this journal. From time to time, I go back and I read it and it takes me back to that place. And it's a really, really good place. Then I began to add gratitude to it. Why is gratitude important? Well, scientifically, we cannot feel gratitude and fear at the same time. Yet most of us are going through life feeling fear. I'll give you an example. I, um, Max is about to be 13 on Sunday. He's my son. He's my older son, my, my baby. And um, just the other day, I said, hey, Max, I got, a, I got a business idea for you. And he's got this knack for uh, editing videos. I said, you know, if you can learn how to fly a drone, you can go to uh, real estate agents, tell them to pay you 100 bucks. And I think I saw this from Damon John, and I just told Max about the idea. I'm like, pay them a hundred bucks, have them pay you a hundred bucks. You'll do a video. You know, you just need to learn how to fly the drone. You'll do the video for them. You'll edit it and they'll give you a hundred bucks. And right away, his little 13 year old mind started coming up with reasons why he can't do that right away without even giving that an opportunity. It's like ingrained in us because why? Because he's comfortable not doing it. And anything outside of that comfort zone could be perceived dangerous in our subconscious mind. So anytime you get a brand new idea, it becomes very scary for you. And the fear kicks in and just kills that idea right away. And we don't even move forward with it. Well, the problem with that is you find yourself years later um, regretting that you didn't move forward, right? And that idea still persists because it's in you to grow into that person. Anyway, so the reason why it's important to really figure out what you're grateful for is because you cannot feel fear and gratitude at the same time. So then my journal entries began to look like, hey, I'm super grateful for my life. I'm grateful that I woke up this morning. I'm grateful that I'm healthy. I'm grateful for my healthy children, for my beautiful wife, for the job that I have, for my friends. For And I would just write this out. I would sit down and I would do what's called a rampage of gratitude. And I would set a timer for like two minutes and nonstop would just feel into it and just write out everything I'm grateful for. Just rapid fire. Um, you can actually do that exercise too. Uh, Rampage of gratitude is an amazing exercise. If you're feeling a little bit down, take a pause, set a timer for two minutes and just rapid fire everything you're grateful for. And you'll quickly realize that you have a lot to be joyful about. You don't have to stay in that, in that low energy, right? So um, then you know, my, my journal entries went to gratitude. Then I thought about and learned about the 
concept of really utilizing visualization and memory together and imagination, by the way, and how important that is to create a dream future. Like we all have dreams we can imagine, right? We can see what we want, um, but we don't utilize our memory the right way. I'll give you an example. Let's say you're going to a business meeting and you know how you're going to dress ahead of time. You can kind of see yourself at the business meeting. You can feel yourself, you're a woman in a, in a certain dress suit or, or a suit or a dress, whatever you're wearing to that business meeting is going to make you feel good and powerful. You know, you look good in it, but you can feel how you're going to look way before you get to the meeting. We do this all the time. What are we doing? We're, we're using our memory and our imagination. Now, why memory? See, most people confuse memory and recall. Memory really, we all have a perfect memory. Somewhere in our subconscious mind is a storage container of every single thing you've ever seen and stored and learned and heard and, and experienced. It's all in there. We can't forget it. What, what we lack is the ability to recall that information. So our recall is bad. When you hear people say, I have a bad memory, what they're really saying is, I don't have a very good way to recall what's happened in my past. Your memory is perfect. And memory can work backwards and it can work forwards. We can remember our future. You can put together what your future is gonna look like before it happens. Yes, it's visualization. Yes, it's imagination, and yes, it's memory, because how do we remember things? We feel into them. Like a memory gets anchored into our mind because it's attached to a feeling. That's why we all can remember where we were on September 11th, because that, that was a strong emotional trigger seeing those planes hit the towers and the towers fall. I remember I was in Mississippi at my, my friend Calvin's house. And we woke up after a night out and we watched the second plane hit. I remember that because of how I felt when, that, when I saw that happening. And so you can also feel into how you're going to feel when you wear that suit at a business meeting. I hope this makes sense to you. Same thing happens when you go out to dinner and you order a salad because you know after dinner you're going dancing. You order a salad instead of a heavy meal because you don't want to feel bloated or heavy or whatever you're remembering what it's going to feel like in the future i'm going to have a light salad maybe a soup so that i can dance the night away and have and be light on my feet and look good and not bloated right we're thinking of a future that way yet we very seldom think of the future we want to create for our life like what does your dream life look like and so the way i journal today i learned this from my mentor paul martinelli and the exercise is called Any Giving Tuesday. So it's not a Tuesday that's a holiday or that's a vacation. It's just a regular Tuesday. And the key is to journal about that Tuesday as if it's happening today and you're feeling super grateful at every point of the writing. So it could sound something like this. Let's say my dream is to have a house that's facing, it's right on the beach of the Gulf of Mexico, has the most beautiful sunsets because it's facing west. I can smell the Gulf. I can hear the seagulls. I can, I can hear the ocean kind of, you know, the, the waves breaking. You can, I can feel that. So my, my dream is to have a house there and I wake up. So if I'm writing about it, I, I, it would sound something like, 
as I wake up this morning, I look over and I see Julia laying there smiling in her sleep. I'm so grateful to have such a beautiful wife by my side in our dream house that's facing the Gulf of Mexico. As I get out of bed and I walk over to the balcony, I take a look and see how the sun is just peeking right from behind me and it's just getting light. And I'm hearing the birds and I'm, I'm feeling, I'm smelling the ocean. Um, as I walk downstairs, I make my shake and, and get ready for uh, the gym. And you see, I'm, I'm writing it as if I'm experiencing now. I see my kids run downstairs and give me a hug and a kiss. And Max starts telling me about his day. And Mikey starts telling me about his dreams. And we have a great laugh as we sit down at breakfast. Nothing makes me feel more complete than the feeling of being a father to these two boys. As Julia comes down, I hand her the juice that I made for her, the shake that I made for her. We give each other a kiss. And it's such a good feeling to be loved and to love. And you see, I'm, I'm creating that. That's, it's not necessarily what's happening, but I'm creating that. Now, why is it important to create this image? Why is it important to create this image? Let me take you back to another concept. Have you ever driven to work somewhere you go every day or back home and you just don't remember the drive? <laughs> you kind of just, you get there, you get in the car and you get there and you don't remember what happened on the drive. Does that happen to you? It happens to me all the time. So what happens there really? What happens is that you set the GPS in your mind, you know where you're going, you set that GPS, and the subconscious takes over. It just gets you there. You can be, that's why you can drive, eat a muffin, do your makeup as you're driving, and talk on the phone all at the same time, and you're going to get to your final destination pretty safely. The subconscious mind works wonders. It just gets us to where we know we want to go. What I want you to consider is that the reason you're not where you want to be or the reason why you're where you're not want to be is because you don't really have a clear understanding or a clear picture of where it is that you do want to be. And so this type of journaling that any given Tuesday allows you to create, create that roadmap, not the roadmap, create the final destination of where you want to be. Now, that's not your final destination for the rest of your life. That's just where your final destination is today. Because once you get there, guess what? There'll be a new destination. And it's so much fun to do this. So I'm asking you, if you really want to get out of where you are and get to somewhere better, design what that place looks like. Go into the sandbox of your mind. Use your imagination. Use your memory. Use your visualization. Use your intuition. Focus on it. Set that GPS in your mind. And, and what, what will happen is just miracles randomly stop happening. You start meeting people that can help you get there faster. You start making connections. People just randomly start calling you saying, hey, can you come and do this for my business? Or, hey, here's an opportunity for you. It just happens that way as soon as you set that GPS. And one of the best ways to do it that I found is through this practice of journaling gratitude, visualization, and putting it all together on paper, and then feeling into it as you're writing about it. Really feel as if you're right there. I mean, guys, you know what it's like. You, know, you, you see a car, you see a car that's like your dream car, and you know what it's going to feel like to ride that car. You know what it's going to feel like to pull up to a party, and then you know your friends come out, and they're like, oh, man, this is an awesome car. 
ladies, you know, when you buy that dress that makes it, that just makes you feel so good about yourself. You look in the mirror and you're like, I am a bad mama. (laughs) You know what that looks like. You know that when you go to that dinner party, people are going to be complimenting you. You can feel it. You can feel your eyes on you. You know, you look good. You feel good. You can do the same thing with your dream future. So I'll leave you with this. You have the power to create anything you want, but you have to create it in your mind and on paper first. It's not going to happen by accident. It's only going to happen with intentionality. Now, look, if this resonated with you and you think you might need some coaching on this topic, I'm more than happy to help you. I've, I've helped many, many people and entrepreneurs in sales, business owners, just moms who are fed up, dads who want a better relationship, create that dream future. If you fall into this, this kind of a place where outside everything looks good, you're doing well financially, you have a good job, nice house, but you're just not happy there. You just know that you want more, but you don't know what that is. I can help you get there. Be sure to send me a message, connect with me on social media. Let's have a call. Let's see how I can help you get to that point because that's what I do. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Be sure to tune in next week. I got some guests coming up and uh, this was a pleasure. Start journaling. Go get your journal, spend the money, schedule the time to do it and actually do it. It's gonna change your life. I promise you it's gonna change your life for the better. Thank you guys. Have a great day.